steel toes and scoreboards. Kurt, what Drew Bledsoe never got hurt? No Tom Brady, bro, period. I don't care what anybody says. What about the 1983 QB draft class? You mean the whole fame draft class? <laughs> you know, we typically don't get political on this show. Let me clear the air just one time. Let's go, Brandon. Ooh, hot take. You know, you are the biggest dummy in the world. You pissed <laughs> off your own Steelers well, fan base. You know, I don't give a damn. Franco Harris had better fingers. <sighs> Guys, let Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, they're a bunch of crybaby butthurt bitches. That's why he's not in the Hall of Fame, Jared. Write that down. It's a true statement. Another hot take. All right, guys, hop in your Google machine for this one. Man, I love it when you get all deep like that. Well, you know, with stats. Don't get all weird on me, freak. <laughs> Dude, he seriously was the heart and soul that season. Are you, are, you freaking, ki- are you freaking kidding me? He better like 200 that season. Get out of here with that bullshit, man. Whatever, man, whatever. <laughs> Tom Brady versus Peyton Manning. The greatest quarterback rivalry ever, hands down. Let's go, Peyton. <laughs> You know, we need more hockey talk. I fucking love hockey, dude. Well, puck it, man. Puck the world. Bring it to puck on. WrestleMania 17 drew 67,925 fans in the Houston Astrodome in Houston, Texas. April 2001. I was in 7th grade. Remember it like yesterday, bud. Uh, weird sex, but okay. You and them damn wrestling stats. Hey, you know what? Some people say that NASCAR died with him that day. Reputation, Kevin. Raise hell, praise Dale. I vaguely, vaguely remember Ruby Ridge in '92. I definitely remember Waco in '93 and OKC in '95. Man, that's government over government overreach. That's finest. That's and they wonder why Americans don't trust their fucking country. I feel like we talk a lot of baseball, like more baseball than anything else. America's pastime, bro. People used to love this sport. God, I love baseball, dude. Uh, me too. So, I kind of came around. I gave us LeBron James a second chance here. He's such an asshole, but LeBron is for sure one of the best ever. All right, I'm going to go ahead and cut that off a little bit early. Um, <clears throat> that intro, we still need to... Uh, we still need to do a little work on that intro. Uh, yeah. Anyways, it's uh, Tuesday, March 15th. Kurt and I ain't recorded in a while. Uh, we both worked today, and then we got a wild hair up our ass at work today. And decided we'd uh, we'd record a little bit. I have nothing in the can, minus our uh, backup episode that we're going to save for when we really need it. Which I guess we didn't even think about that till just now. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to talk a little current events just to get it out there because apparently a couple people's been hollering at Kurt and uh, I've had a couple people ask me, hey, what the hell? You guys ain't putting nothing out there in a couple weeks. So we just decided we're going to do a little, you know, I don't know if you call it a bonus episode. I think I'll call it another current events, current events edition. But uh, we're going to put a little something out here tonight, an hour or two, whatever, and just kind of see where it goes. Uh, we were originally supposed to record a Saturday night. We were going to do the uh, top 10 point guards in NBA history, which has been tough. That might end up going to a top 25 because we had a lot of ties on a top 10 list with like 17 different guys, and we're still working on that. I still want to do that. That's a little tougher. Uh, so I don't know what's going to happen there. But uh, 
I couldn't get Kurt on the phone a second ago. So now you're going to have to listen to the phone ring. I'm going to try to see if I can't get a hold of old Puss. I call him Puss. We've been watching a lot of moonshiners on Mark and Digger. Old Puss. They call each other Puss all the time. So let's just see if I can't get a hold of Puss. I can control Puss's mic right here. There's phone. Big dummy, he told me to call him at six. I wonder if he's pulling her on white again, sitting naked in the beanbag chair eating Cheetos. I'm sorry, the person you are trying to reach has a voicemail box that has not been set up yet. How are you not going to have a voicemail, Puddin? Well, now what do I do? Huh. Well. Okay, so I had it pause for like 10 minutes or something. So I'm going to just go ahead and roll since I'm, we already got tape spinning. So uh, there's a lot going on in the world. There's a lot going on in sports, which is where we're going to keep the primary focus um, tonight. And I want to start by talking about the passing uh we're going to talk a little professional wrestling i want to start by talking about the passing of scott hall better known as uh razor ramon um scott passed away yesterday and uh i put a big post on facebook about it and twitter um scott was put on life support uh Sunday afternoon, maybe Saturday night. He suffered three heart attacks. Uh, I guess I could do a a little more info than that. Uh, he he had a fall, uh, broke his hip, and uh, he had surgery to replace his hip. And I guess complications arose from the surgery, leading to blood clots. Um. Then the blood clots led to uh, three heart attacks, and he was put on life support Saturday. Uh, he was 63 years old, I think, and it came as a shock. The professional wrestling landscape, the fans, the wrestlers, everybody, it came as a shock up. If you don't know anything about Scott Hall, uh, Razor Ramon, I suggest you do your research. This guy had battled demons and addiction for years, and then he finally got sober about 10 years ago and uh, was living some of his best life. Uh, guy made himself look pretty bad in the eyes of a lot of people. There was videos out there on YouTube of, of, of shows where he would come to the ring fucked up, you know, drunk high there was times when he would just no show events you know a guy of his nature uh you know he's pretty significant in the history of the business a lot of contributions there's no attitude era in wwe without scott hall and kevin nash jumping to wcw and the formation of the nwo 
And that's what kick-started the wrestling boom period again in the 90s. You know, I've said Hogan and Austin are the two biggest stars in the business. There's no Austin. There's no Attitude Era without what Hall and Nash are doing in WCW and then Hogan joining with them to form the NWO and WWE, WWF time getting their ass kicked in the ratings for a year and a half straight. That that does not happen without Scott Hall. So, um, you know, one of the greatest professional wrestling matches of all time, Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 10, Madison Square Garden, 1994, ladder match, Intercontinental title. Ric Flair has been quoted as saying that Shawn went out to the ring and had a match with a ladder. There just happened to be another guy in the ring. That's not true, in my opinion. Scott bought a lot to the table. But uh, at any rate, uh, Scott was taking off live support around uh, sometime yesterday afternoon, and he continued to fight. He, he fought on another four to six hours before he passed away. So, um, when I send our condolences to the wrestling world and to the family and friends of Scott Hall, this, uh, fucked me up pretty good. So, it's just crazy, you know? You know, I'm three or four years old when I first discovered wrestling, thanks to my dad. So, you're looking 90, 91. And that's what, you know, they always say, you get your first few memories of life when you're three or four years old and mine's filled with wrestling. And my dad has always said, I never thought that something would take over your life the way it did, like wrestling. It's just uh, it's the realization that I'm getting older, too, and that, you know, all life eventually ends. All these larger-than-life cartoon characters that I've seen on TV in front of me that captivated me, they're all getting older and retiring, passing away. And uh, anyways, Scott Hall, you will be missed. You will be missed severely. Rest in peace, brother. So enough about that. Try my co-host again. This was his idea. This was his idea. Let's do it after work tonight. Let's do it on a Tuesday night. It ain't got to be a full-blown three, four hours like we do. You know, an hour or two. I moved some plans around. I said, okay. Puss. I'm sorry, the person you are trying to reach has a voicemail box that has not been set up yet. Please, try your call again later. Dummy. I had a list of things I wanted to talk about today. Tom Brady. We thought we got rid of him, and now he's coming back. So, his retirement lasted, what? A month, a little over a month. 
I seen a meme on Facebook that said, after spending a month at home with his children and his wife, he realized that getting hit in the face by 270-pound defensive linemen sound much more appealing than staying at home with the wife and kids. Um, so Tom Brady's back out of retirement. Like, wh- why? Why? And I get it. I hate the son of a bitch. He's one of the greatest to all do it. I will never call him the greatest. That's just me being stubborn. He's one of the greatest to ever do it. But what? why? I know it's the athlete in him. It's the competitive drive. This guy's been doing this 20 over 20 years. You know, he realizes, hey, my body's conditioned to do this. This is what I should be doing. But what do you got left to prove? Who who are you trying to prove, Tom? Who what who 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 hurt you, Tom Brady? Who hurt you? Who are you trying to to prove something to? You got seven rings. There's no franchise in the National Football League that's won more than six Super Bowls. You have seven. You have more than the most team. Like, what What do you have left to prove, man? You own all these records. What? What is there? What are you driving at? What do you want? Do you, I mean, <laughs> you don't know me shit from Shinola. Is it one of these weird... You know, into the multiverse things. Do you want me to acknowledge you as the goat? Is that why you're coming back, Tom? Is that what it is? Little old pea brain me here in the middle of nowhere, blind spot, pimple on God's ass, Indiana. I'm not doing it. What do you have left to prove? Why are you coming back? But it was kind of funny. He retires, says he's retiring. He's a month into retirement, but yet the Buccaneers never seem to be making any plays for a quarterback. Oh, now he texts me. Now he texts me. He says he's ready now. That was... Hello. Hello, puss. We're live. We're live. Right on. We're live. We're uh we're uh, fourteen minutes in. Sorry, I just walked in the door, man. It's okay. I figured you were outside. I thought maybe you were naked in the beanbag chair with the Cheetos, Ron White, in it again. <laughs> well, I mean, you can weigh in here. Uh, now that I got somebody to talk to, uh, <clears throat> where are we at? Well, uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady coming back. Tom Brady coming back. Are you surprised? I mean, I am a little bit. Um, I'm 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 fifty fifty on it. I'm I'm shocked, but at the same time, I always say he's an arrogant son of a bitch. So no, I'm not. Yeah, he is an arrogant son of a bitch, and he's wicked gay too. <laughs> Did I say it out loud? That's that's okay. I mean, <laughs> bo- that, that's well, a term of endearment in Boston. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. But I mean, I I I I was asking the question right when you text. I said. Who are you trying to prove something to, Tom? What do you want? The Steelers yeah, have mean, six rings. You have seven. You yes. have more rings than any franchise in the league. What What are you wanting to prove? Yeah, I, I mean, it really don't make sense, but he's got an agenda, I'm sure. I mean, do, I mean, does does he does he want everybody to call him the great? I'm never going to do it. I'm not me neither. Never. 
I mean, I will say he's one of the greatest. He's in the top five, top three, but I will never call him the yeah. greatest. That's me being I hear stubborn. You, bro. Me neither. That's me. me. That's me being a Peyton guy. That's me being the guy that I am that always says Johnny Unitas was the greatest quarterback to ever play. I can't argue that. But they, I mean, what, what, I get it. I get it. As a former, and I'm going to use this term loosely, as a former athlete, a high school athlete, and as you being a former high school athlete who could have been a pro athlete, well, it's, it's got to be the competitive drive and you knowing that this is the time of the year you're supposed to be, you know, you're taking a few weeks off and then you're getting ready to go back in. I'd say you hit the nail right on the head. I mean, I'm sure he got this time of year and he's, he had did itch again, you know. I mean, well, I wish sure he'd Aaron, find something uh, else to scratch it with and stay the fuck out of the <laughs> NFL. We, how much do you, do you think uh, Arians was in on it? Well, I just said right when you was in, I was like, it's funny. He says he's retiring, but yet they don't seem to be up in arms about a quarterback situation yet. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Maybe. Was, huh? Yeah, I don't know either. I'm kind of speechless about it, really. Maybe this will be another Brett Favre thing. You remember 08? Right. Where right. Favre was retiring, then he's coming back. Then the next year he'd retire, then he'd come back. Then the next right. year he'd retire. Maybe that's what this could maybe maybe instead of Favre watch 08, 09, 10, now we're gonna have uh, Brady, watch. Brady watch 22, 23, 24. <laughs> well, possibility. I mean, how old is the guy already? Uh, well, he's I'm, about ready to fart dust, didn't he? Nah, let's look. Let's look at Tom Brady here. Age 45, 44. August 3rd. That's my son's birthday. August 3rd, nineteen seventy-seven. Is that right? How be dang. He is well, four years older than Big Ben. Uh, speaking well on a different note, real quick. Uh, I guess you heard who Pittsburgh picked up. I did not. I'm uh, I, Trubisky. Trubisky. Now yes. he was coming out of North Carolina when he got drafted by Chicago, right? Yeah, but uh, okay. What round though? You're right there, but I can't remember what round. I think they might have moved up Second? and took him in the first round. Yeah, I was thinking he was a higher round uh, draft pick. I mean, so the talent's there, right? But, you uh, would think, but I mean, hey, 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 hey! Before you shit the bed on him, and I know well, no, I picked I, on I, him. I I'm not like a Bears it. fan, but how much of that was a result of him being in that offense? Charles Nagy, yes, and Nagy's offense. Yeah. Well, that's that says quite a bit right there. I'm afraid. Uh, yeah, I'm not a big, I mean, Nagy guy, but I oh. mean, I, he's a tough. He's a tough guy. He's got a good arm. He's immobile a little bit. And I think he'll fit just fine, you know, at Pittsburgh. And in that culture, maybe. I may, we'll just wait and see. But yeah, I'm kind of excited about it, really. I'm, I was glad to hear it. Uh, Dean told me today. It worked. Oh, Daner. Yeah, he's on top of things, isn't he? He's, he's something. I like Dean. He's all right, man. Yeah, he's, he's a good guy. So he, uh, he had to come right over and tell me right away this morning. First thing, <laughs> yeah. So but, we have baseball. Yes, finally. You wanna you wanna talk about that a little bit? I know that's your bread and butter. Uh, yeah, we talk about it. I mean, I haven't really got into the. Uh, I'm not sure what all the deals were struck and made. Oh or anything, man, but I did dude, there's that, deals going off left and right. Uh, some of the biggest news. Did you hear about Fernando Tatis? No. So, uh, I guess he's got some wrist issues or broke his wrist or something. 
they're thinking he might be sidelined to the summer classic. Broken any off season here? I don't or is this an know. Existing injury. He's going to be out surgery. They're thinking it'll be the fall. They're thinking it'll be you know all star game summer classic before he's back. Well, there goes the. Oh, here it is. Chances. Here it is. I got it right here. I'm pulling it up. I've got all new. I mean, I don't have any notes on anything. We're all just you know googling and we'll kill time in between. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So. Uh, he fractured his left wrist in the off season. He'll miss okay. up to three. It will require surgery. The origin Ooh. of the injury is not exactly known. He's note. Uh, Tatis said that he first felt a flare up while taking swings about a month ago. Said uh. it's terrible. It hurts all the time. Now he did have. I don't know if you knew this or not. Back in December, uh, he was in the news. He had a motorcycle accident. I did not know that. So, um, maybe it's related. You remember? Well, yeah, uh, I thought you might think it would be, wouldn't you? Do you I mean, do you remember Roethlisberger's rookie year? Yes. Okay, I'm going somewhere with this. You remember right. the summer between his first year and then the second year when they won the Super Bowl? Yes, he had a motorcycle. He had a motorcycle wreck, and do you remember the Rooney family chewed his fucking ass about yes. that? Saying, yeah. you know, we're paying you millions of dollars. You are not to be out riding motorcycles and doing right. stuff. To which right. I say, what you do during your time away is your thing. But at the same time, that's a, that's a you're a responsibility. You're a pro athlete, but you are an investment. Yes. So and should you be a little more cautious with the things you absolutely. do? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think, don't you? I I, mean, I would agree to, to a certain it, extent. It, yeah, I mean, it's a responsibility. I mean, uh, well, yeah, it's that kind of money that you ought to be a little bit more respectful of some wishes of the front office, you know. I mean, it's not too much to ask, it, would it? No, yeah, I mean, no. But, I mean, anyways. But he's going to be, be out. Uh, so, yeah, as we mentioned, baseball's back. They agreed last week. We have a new CBA agreement. Uh, we were locked out 99 days. Too many. Cactus League and Grapefruit League games will begin. Opening day is probably about four weeks away. Right. Well, so, I can't wait, really. Uh, so, some of the changes. give in. Well, they finally reached an agreement. Both sides kind of bended a little bit. I think people, I think they're getting ready to realize that if there's no season, there's no money to be made for the players or the owners. I mean, at the end of the day, I think it still comes down to dollars, which was part of what this whole fucking lockout was about. Uh, Boy, our politicians could take a a, a clue off that, couldn't they? Yeah. I mean, both sides give a little bit, you know? So, Golly, I know we don't talk politics, but I just maybe think it's something like so, that. So, I'm going to give a brief summary of this. Here's about, here's some change. Here's some of the changes, not all of them, in the new CBA. There's no more ro- rotating interleague play beginning next season. 56 games within the division, 60 games against the Rex of the league, and four games against the rivals, 42 other interleague play games. Um, There'll be no more game one sixty three tiebreakers. Uh, I'm I'm down for that. You're down for that? Yeah, I'm down for that. I mean, you know, game one sixty three tiebreakers have brought a whole bunch of good shit. You know, uh, well, Bucky Dent's home run, baby. Well, yeah, seventy eight. Yeah, 
That's true. Al Leader's two hitter in '99. Right. I mean, uh, yeah, the, as the right team gets hot at the right time, you know, that's their way in, you know. Uh, yeah. You, you know, Major League Baseball likes their money, so they've committed to playing more games abroad. Right. Asia, Dominican Republic, London, Mexico, Paris. Paris. That's, baseball in Italy. We. Yeah. Oui. Uh, mm. They're. Uh, Tra- changing the trade deadline, new draft order. Uh, let me look down through here. The minimum uh, minor league minimum salary is higher. Minor league right. players could be making as much as seven hundred thousand dollars. Oh no no no! I take that back. <laughs> I take that back. I take that back. Uh, the minor league players could earn as much as forty six thousand. Six hundred dollars, uh, and third and fourth year players could be making ninety three thousand for minor league players. I mean, minor leaguers, right? I mean, I signed me up. I'd go. I'd play. But anyways, uh, so so baseball's back. The lockout's That's over. Good. There That's is good. uh, there is deals going down, and I did not follow any because you know I told everybody before you got here, you kind of sprung this on me. This was kind of your idea. Well, it's just it's a nice Tuesday night, you know. Let's just. Let's spend a night indoors and let's just bang out an hour or two quick episode. Because yeah. you had people asking you what was up, and I had a few people like, "Damn, did you and Kurt stop recording? We missed one freaking week." Or, well, well I mean, technically, 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 because you had things to do with your son, so then we right. pushed it off, and then so we waited two weeks to get back on schedule, and then I want coyote hunting, so. Um, well, I mean, like we've talked before, life life happens, happens but we haven't recorded yeah. in a month, right? And right. we have everybody going, "What the hell's going on?" So we decided we're going to bang one out tonight, and yeah. uh, two weekends from now, we'll uh, we'll probably do the point guard, which I had unexplained to everybody the the fiasco with the point guard episode. You're supposed to have ten players, and I ended up, we ended up with so many ties, we got like eighteen guys. So then we we talked about expanding it to twenty five and. Uh, well, damn it, there's been a lot of good point guards, you know? It's Golly. almost, I'm almost ready to throw my hands up and say, fuck it, let's just save the notes and come back to that and pick another episode, which we'll figure it out. Speak, yeah, we'll by the way, speaking of baseball, I am excited because now that baseball's coming back, which means I can have fantasy baseball back, which means I'm going to have a fantasy baseball draft this weekend. Oh, yeah. Not with anybody I know. All my friends fa- play fantasy football. That's it. Nobody likes baseball. I've, I've never done the, the fantasy baseball. I might, I've I never might won a championship. Like I've never won a championship. I'm just playing in an online league on ESPN against people I don't know. Hey, fantasy baseball, fantasy hockey, which, by the way, I'm killing it in fantasy hockey. Uh, <laughs> these are tough because you got to set lineups every day. Fantasy football, you literally can just set right. your lineup once a week, and you don't have to fuck with it. Right, right. It takes a lot of pride to win in fantasy baseball, and I finished. I finished uh, the bridesmaid, never the bride. I finished runner up like three times. I've never got that championship. So, how is how's that set up? Then you pick a position player. You pick like twenty five position players and a handful of pitchers, and then you fill in the rest with bench or relievers or closers. Okay. Just depending, each league's different. And you do it fan- every game night. You can. You know, because there's right. always games on every night. You know, there's more games on one night than there is the next night. But I mean, whatever. Right. You play seven. You play against the same guy seven days in a row, and then you move on to the next week. So, 
Yeah, that, that sounds interesting. Sure, I mean, um, I don't know. I might be interested in getting in on it. Maybe, I don't know. NFL free agency is going on, which you talked about. I have, I'm going to pull up Google, but I have no notes about uh, NFL free agency news. Unless right. unless you've heard something. Uh, about what now? I didn't hear you. NFL free agency. Oh, free agency. I haven't heard anything yet other than Mitchell Trubisky. You know, like I said, that's all I've heard so far. And then Brady coming back. Well, that. let me just see what we got here. What's the latest news? There's a lot of good players in free agency, I think, this year. I don't know. Who's got the money to pick them up, you know? Uh, Damn, I was ill-prepared for this. We both were. Well. I mean, but it's it's whatever. It's not like it's going to be a perfect episode. Right. Is there such thing as a perfect episode? No. No. I love that a perfect intro. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> or Tampa, Tampa's turning into New England South. Really? So Tom Brady is former offensive lineman. Uh, the Buccaneers just uh, agreed in principle to a trade with the Patriots to acquire uh, offensive guard Shaq Mason, which, by the way, he's a big boy and he's a lights-out interior lineman. Uh, Shaq Mason is going to the Buccaneers to protect Tom Brady. Brady, huh? Well, it sounds like they're going all in. Maybe. This motherfucker's going to play another four seasons. And he's going to win another three championships. Kurt, I, if, I I had, if I had an option to disconnect you from the phone right now. <laughs> I'll just, yeah, I would, I would disconnect me too. Yeah, uh, I said it. Three more championships, I guarantee it now. Uh, sucker. Uh, of course, you heard over the weekend, I think it was about the Cowboys trading Amari Cooper. Yes. I did hear that. So, yes. oh, wait, here it is. Yep. Trubisky comes in to complete with Mason Rudolph for the starting job. They don't have, you don't Mason. have a lot of faith in Mason Rudolph? No, I mean, he's had his time to shine. I mean, and he's been pretty dull. And he got the shit knocked out of him by that. Uh, uh, yeah, Miles. Uh, My, yeah. What, Miles, Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. Yeah. I don't Took his helmet there. off and swung at that motherfucker. Yeah, he did. I, I've never been a Rudolph fan. I mean, he just likes like a few of the intangibles, you know? I, th- I thought, I don't know. Huh. Well, I mean, oh. uh, Cooper go. Yeah, anyways, Cowboys trade away at Mari Cooper. Clowns. Uh, let's see yeah. what else we got here. Anything else worth noting? Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars receiver DJ Chark, uh, ten million dollar guaranteed deal to the Detroit Lions. Who's uh, who's their quarterback again? Uh, of the Lions? No, no, no. Uh, Jaguars. Uh, young Trevor guy. or uh, Trevor Lawrence? Yes. Uh, yeah, that's right. Looks like I the kid was... from Remember the Titans, Sunshine. Hey, yes, the California, does, the California kid that came in. Uh, I was impressed with what little bit I've seen of him. If he had anything, it was sporting cast, you know. But... So I guess nothing's going to happen with Deshaun Watson and the 
the sexual allegations and all this stuff. So he's going to be meeting with teams now. There's teams that's requested with the Texans who still own his rights. There's been requests to meet with him. I think uh, the Browns' name come up. The Panthers' name came up. Indianapolis requested to interview with him, and the Texans declined. Which yes. I mean, makes sense. Well, they're a division rival. I mean, I yes. love my I love my Colts more than anything, but um, it's stupid to inquire about meeting with a division rival's quarterback. Yeah. Well, yeah, I agree. But uh, what were you thinking there? But I mean, I wouldn't mind to have Deshaun what? Watson. Well, no, who wouldn't? You know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get hate mail over this, but I'm telling you right now, I was okay with Carson Wentz. I wasn't really? happy, but I was okay with Carson Wentz. <laughs> Carson come in, Frank Reich was there. There's a familiarity there, right? I think if Carson would have been given another year or two in this Indianapolis system, I don't care how good of a quarterback you are. There's no more Tom Brady's left. Well, I guess fuck he's left now, <laughs> son of a bitch. But Wait. there there's no more Drew Brees's left. There's no more Aaron Rodgers left. Aaron's on his last couple years, which he got right. paid by the way this week. Oh yeah. But there, there's time. few of those guys left. Okay, so you take those guys out of the equation. I don't care who you are. In a new system when you've been playing in a different system, there's a learning curve. Yes. That's why quarterback and wide receiver are the two biggest bust positions in NFL history. It's not running yeah. back. It's quarterback and wide receiver. Yeah. I, I have to agree with you. I, yes. And I will I will defend Carson Wentz. Carson come out of a smaller program. Was it might have been Division Two? Was it Division Two he came out of, I think? I think so. Any he's come he, I, I mean, any quarterback's gonna have trouble with that learning curve. When he, he was playing in, yes, there's familiarity with your head coach who used to be the quarterback coach or the offensive coordinator or whatever the fuck Frank Reich was in, in Philadelphia. But I you know what? I would have liked to seen Carson have another year, and I don't care. Fucking people can tweet me. They can message me. I don't well, care. I have to agree with you. Uh, yeah, it's not, it's not enough time to develop that, what do you want to call it, uh, with your, uh, your receivers and everything, or just – there was a meshing time, you know. There's got to be time to mesh, and they had the uh, best meshing running. time. That's a good. That's a good word. They had the best running attack in the league, you know. And I think, I think with another year with Carson there, I think they they it might have actually worked out for him. But I guess we'll never know. But I mean, I mean, you're hitting you're hitting on all cylinders, pudding. I mean, the running the running game was best in the league. All he had to do was manage the game, right? Right, and I think he could do that. Oh, I tell you what, I was blown away though that last game against Jacksonville when they got put out of the playoffs that they they didn't run the football more. They come out a uh, passing and, uh, and it's got to beat. I'll just tell you right now, got to beat. But you know that's why they make millions of dollars coaching, and uh, I work at steel factory. I was trying to look for some NHL news too, just getting away from the NFL for a minute because I'll get. Uh, Penguins, uh, how's your preds doing? Well, we'll we'll uh, get there. We were in the midst of the uh, trade deadline, I think. Oh yeah. Let's see. Kurt wants standings. Uh, Soros got lit up the other night 
in between the pipes, big time. Starting oh. goalie for the Preds. Let me look at the standings here. Uh, we've been having the same issue, I think. Uh, we got two goalies, and one of them shows up one night, and the other one don't show up. And I don't know. Hey, guess who plays tonight on ESPN? Or guess who plays tonight? And I'm going to watch it on my ESPN Plus NHL app. Is that? Pins versus Preds. There you go, baby. Eight o'clock, baby. Uh, where at? Uh, in Smashville, Dirty Uh-oh. Curdy. Uh oh, that, that that game might have big uh, implications on playoffs. Well, I'm trying to pull up the damn standings here. If it would load. Um, uh, and they're not loading, bastards. Uh, man, it, it, I don't know if you noticed it, but the internet's been kind of screwy all day. The internet's been screwed. That's because your phone's like 15 years old. <laughs> is that what it is? You know, <laughs> hey, you know what I should have bought you for your birthday? Oh, by the way, Steel Toes and Scoreboards Universe, let's send a very happy belated birthday to my co-host, Dirty Curdy, Kurt Kelly. Kurt? Yes? How old were you yesterday? 15. Oh, wait a minute, 51. My bad. 51? Yes. Doesn't look a day over 65. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Uh, I still kid at heart, though, man. You know? Yeah, we yeah. have we have a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, 51 and hold up no better than still don't give a crap. Okay, so the standings aren't leading, but we was talking about trade deadline. We're getting close to it. The trade deadline is set for next Monday, March 21st. Um, I don't really know who's on the block yet. Um, the biggest one that I heard that I've paid attention to, I tell you what, man, I've been a better hockey fan this year than I have been football, basketball, or baseball because I'm watching games every night. I might not be tweeting about them. I might not be posting on Facebook about them, but I've probably watched more hockey games this year than I've watched basketball, football, or baseball games in the last two years. But the biggest name I hear that could be on the move, because like I said, we're six days out from trade deadline. The biggest deal that uh, Marc-Andre Fleury. Really? He is playing in... Is he like Brady's age? Flurry's old timer. He was playing opening night for the Avalanche, I thought, or maybe it was the Blackhawks. I can't remember. Uh, Blackhawks does not have. He's thirty-seven. I mean, that's pretty old for goalie, isn't it? I mean, well, I mean, if you've still got it. Right. Now, when I watched him get lit up and surrender three goals over the span of about two and a half minutes, or whenever it was, right? You got the that. first game of the season. But I mean, his reaction time's got to be slowing down a little bit. I mean, anyway. I know mine's just now starting to slow down at 51. But <laughs> Man, you still got a lot of golden years behind you, buddy. Or in front. Uh, well, I guess I guess they are behind you. I meant to say in front of you, but I guess <laughs> I guess they are behind you. You, oh, you peckerhead. You, <laughs> puss. Hey, tell, tell, I told everybody, tell, tell everybody why we keep calling each other puss. Oh, okay, yeah. Moonshiners. Anybody out there ever watch Moonshiners? Mark and Digger. Mark and Digger. Come on, doing, puss. puss. We do, puss. Doing, puss? <laughs> I left work early the other day. 
I got back the next morning, and there on my desk on my notepad was, shoot me a text later, puss. <laughs> yes. Uh, I like him, old boys there. I should have, this was a pretty good idea. I wasn't too sure about a middle of the week thing. And uh, especially after the scare we had this morning right before first break. Uh, yeah. I, I almost broke Kurt's $400,000 machine. Won't you, uh, turn, won't turn you. Turn my back for a second. Bam, <laughs> boom, bam. I like to come over and help Kurt. Kurt comes over and help me. Got a little too excited. Put another put another part in before taking the part out, Kurt. And what happened? Oh, well, they combined and made one. Then <laughs> it's a very unusual looking foot. I'll just put it that way. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, Uncle Charlie. I don't yeah. know. He was a little bit edgy. My Uncle oh. Charlie this morning. He uh, he goes that die fucked up. I said no, it's not <laughs> fucked up. It's okay. I didn't even have to tell him what happened. He just seen the part in my hand, and he he knew. Yeah, he'd been there a little bit. I'd say he's seen about everything, man. But luckily, luckily, no damage was done. We had to do a little bit of operating, but we got it. Everything's cool. Crisis averted. Yeah. Uh, thanks to your tool, there we got it out. Uh, what? Does that sound right? A cat. <laughs> 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 I love when you talk dirty to me, freak. My tool. Hey. Well, I mean, it come in handy, by golly. Uh, I can't get the standings to pull up in the NHL. I'm, I am actually curious. Let me go to the NHL app. I was looking at ESPN. You on your computer? Oh, yeah. Huh. I'm gonna pull up on my phone here. I was gonna say I can pull it up on the phone here, maybe, but my mine's faster than yours. Yeah. So league wise, Colorado is out in front, forty two and thirteen. Damn. Pittsburgh, fifth overall in the league at thirty six and fifteen. Good. Nashville slipped down to fourteenth overall. They're thirty four and twenty one. Now, if you look at divisions in the Western Conference, Nashville is currently the fourth. Uh, and then if you look. In the Eastern Conference, in the Metropolitan Division, your pins are second. Uh, behind the Caps, I'm sure. No, behind no. Carolina Hurricanes. Carolina's the played. Hurricane. The Hurricanes been playing lights out hockey. Really, man, I think more people need to appreciate hockey. Son of a bitch, it's a great sport. I agree, uh, man. There's a lot of lot of gifted people out there. I'll just put it that way to be able to do what they do. I'm killing it in my fantasy hockey league, by the way. I'm currently projected. We got about, I got about two matchups left. And, of course, every matchup's a week long. I've got two matchups left for the season plus the one I'm on now. I'm currently projected the second seed overall for the postseason fantasy playoffs. <laughs> right. So. Heck, yeah. You're setting in pretty good shape. Love hockey. It's pretty oh, easy too, when you man. got. It's pretty easy when you got what I consider the best player in the league, Connor McDavid from the Edmonton Oilers. I have not watched him play yet, but I've heard. Oh some my good stuff about God, him. man! And I have what Kirk considers to be the best player in the league on my team as well, Sidney Crosby for the Pens. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He's he still to get her done. Yeah. I mean, how long has he been in the league? A long time. Pens. Yes. 
there for a while years ago, the two guys that was dominating the league besides Ovechkin, it was always Patrick Kane for the Blackhawks and Crosby and Ovechkin. Tarasenko, I have him on my team, by the way. He was playing for the St. Louis Blues then. Right. A lot of talent there, man. All right, man. Let's move on. I got to throw something at you. Throw something at me. Switch hitting hockey player. A switch hitting hockey player. Yes, left handed or right handed. What? Where would the curve? Which way would you want the curve on your stick? Then. I mean, that that might blow somebody away, wouldn't it? You know how they switch hit baseball, right? That would. I mean, has it ever been done? I don't know. That's a good question. That fucked me up just seeing it. I mean, and think about that. Which which, which way would you curve your hockey stick? Then? I don't. Or would you have a different hockey stick for each? I don't know. Maybe you just have a universal rod. There you go, a universal rod. <laughs> you guys going to do one of them rod casts? Cast. <laughs> Your old man's up well. Going to do one of them rod casts. Cast. <laughs> Boy, that place ain't going to be the same with my old man moving on, huh? I, I have to agree. Yes. I, 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 I was under the impression he was gone already. No, this is last week. For those... Steel Toes and Scoreboards Universe, the very, very small universe that it is. Right. Me and Kurt work with my old man. I'm 34, be 35 this summer. My old man's pretty much been there 32, 33 years altogether over three different times. Uh, right. My I've dad's moving on. My dad's moving on to bigger and better things. So, Right. Well, I hope everything goes well, and uh, I got tons of respect for him. He's and a, both of you guys. He's a goon. Sure. Yeah, he is, but I mean, that's... <laughs> Always makes fun of me and Kurt. laughing a couple times, I'll G- tell you what. Guy's going to go do a rod-cast, rod talk about cast. rods. I said it's podcast, pod, rod. He's an idiot. Well, he's dedicated, i tell you that. Uh, what he was, uh, career, you know what I mean, for sure. So, you know I'm saving the best for last because that's the biggest thing going on right now. So, we got to keep moving. We're sa- I'm saving. You know what I'm saving. I'm saving the meat and taters for last. I like meat and taters. <sighs> what did you and Luck have for supper? We haven't had supper yet. I told you to go get chicken nuggets. I, yeah, I just forgot. Did you go to Walmart? Yes. Did you get chicken nuggets? No. I forgot. Peanut butter and jelly. Yep. I mean, nothing wrong with peanut butter and jelly. I could live off peanut butter and jelly. Yep. Bread, water, and a toothpick. Bread, water, and a toothpick. Hey. Uh, yeah, ain't much nutrition in that, I'd say. But Hey, no. I wanna I wanna switch gears a minute and talk a little MMA. Yeah, sure. Cain yeah. Velasquez. Yeah, big news there, huh? One of my favorite guys to ever step in the octagon. Heavyweight. Heavyweight. Uh yeah. Well-rounded. Dominant guy. Uh, yes. Big, uh, spent a lot of time with uh, AKA. For those that don't know, AKA is one of the premier MMA schools that a lot of guys go to. I think they're in San Jose, California, or maybe San Diego. Uh, American Kickboxing Academy. Uh, right. That's where the Bronx Brawler, as I call him, Velazquez. Anyways. Uh, Well-rounded, man. He was... He, uh, Cain Velasquez is in a shit ton of hot water, and I mean a shit ton of hot water. He was arrested about a week, week and a half ago, and charged with attempted murder and nine other counts after he targeted a man who molested one of 
uh, Cain Velasquez's um, young relatives. I think it was his niece or it might have been a cousin. She was underage, I think. Pretty sure she was underage. And, uh, yeah. <coughs> he's uh, he's yeah. being Went currently... Yeah, he's being held right now in the Santa Clara County Jail without bail. He was denied a bail hearing last week. And, uh, well, I'm sorry. I mean, you know what I always he, say, death to child molesters, man. So well, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, you probably shouldn't be putting that out there, but it's my fucking show. I'll say what I want, and I've always well, said death to child uh, molesters. Yes, yes, uh, what's going on there, I mean... And, and I can understand where he's coming from, but you, you can't you can't go vigilante like that, though. I mean, I mean, you help him get him caught. You know what I mean? Help him get the guy. So, uh, f- for those that don't know, a little background information: uh, he got a he Velasquez is thirty nine years old, so fair. Fa- still fairly a young man, five, four or five years older than me. He was arrested February twenty eighth after being involved in a high speed chase. Uh, he shot a gun at this guy's car. And when I say shot, I mean, from the reports I've heard, it was a full-on fucking mag dump. Shooting at this guy's car. Uh, he hit the guy in the car was the one he was chasing after. Uh, Harry Galarte is his name. Uh, Velasquez hit the stepfather in the arm um, and torso. Uh the stepfather suffered non-life-threatening injuries. Galarte's mother was also in the vehicle. Um, now, a lot of people have come out in support of Cain Velasquez and writing letters to the Santa Clara County judge on the case. And when I say people, um, Fabricio Verdun, who is one of my favorite fighters, Brendan Marino, Daniel Cormay, <laughs> Dana White himself, the owner really? of the UFC, uh, the real badass Arab, the the Afghani big headed Afro guy. Oh, uh, I can't think of his name. Um, oh, Khabib. Uh, yeah. His first name's Khabib. Yes. Uh, yeah. He yeah. he's the he's uh he wrote letters. Uh, of course, Velasquez did a small brief stint working for WWE. So Rey Mysterio, a professional wrestling legend and a WWE superstar, yeah, he's getting his wrestling. Uh, get my wrestling. I already did that in the very first before you got on the phone. Oh. We lost. Uh, <laughs> we lost Scott Hall yesterday. Razor Ramon really? passed away. Oh, yep. Dang. So I already got that before you got on the phone. But all oh, these people are. Um, all these people are writing letters. You know, Dana White talked about how much of a good judge of character he is, how he was a professional, represented everything that the UFC wanted as a pro athlete. But Velasquez is in a lot of shit. He's facing more than 20 years in prison on 10 charges, nine of which are gun-related. If he gets convicted, he's going to do 20 in the clink. I mean, here's my thing is, why do you have to have a gun? I mean, he's got two guns on his body, you know what I mean? But... Holy crap. But... If he run the guy down and beat him up or something, that would be. Now, according to public court records, his next court date is scheduled for April twelfth. So, he's got about a month to go before he there's even any chance of anything. Uh, Galarte was not injured when Velasquez apparently mag dumped, but he is being accused in Santa Clara County of a lewd and lavicious act upon a child under fourteen years of age. 
uh, Galarte got released from custody on February 25th without bail, which I think is completely fucked. That's fucked crazy. Uh, uh, yeah. He's ordered to stay in home detention, though. He has to remain 100 yards away from any child under 14. He must wear an electronic bracelet. The victim, they found out, is under 10 years old, and this is oh, where it's no. going to get shitty. Uh, the victim told Santa Clara County Sheriff's deputies on February 24th that Galarte took him, it was a boy, took him into a bathroom of the daycare center and touched his genital area. Aye, aye, aye. Um, the child said Galarte has told him not to tell anyone what happened and that this particular incident has happened <coughs> no less than 100 different times. Oh, boy. So he's under 10. So, I mean, you know, the mind of a 10-year-old, did it really happen 100 times? You don't know. But if a 10-year-old saying it did... And they're a young child, you know, their whole innocence is at stake here. Right. Um, but, and basically, I could keep reading it, but it's going to get a little rough. And there's parents out there, and it's going to get rough. And I don't even want to talk about it. But this fuck is apparently out without, you know, bail. But he's, you know, under home detention. And Velasquez, who basically tried to take this dude's life, is now facing 20 years in prison on an yeah, attempted I murder charge, which is, again, completely fucked. I mean, we don't get political here. But it's right. my it's my fucking show. It's your fucking show. It's our show, and I keep, don't mean to keep saying fucking, but I'm really amped up about this. I'll say right. what I want to say, and that's death to chomos. Don't care. Don't I care. Agree. Death to chomos. Don't care. Uh, and the only thing I would say would be to Vasquez. Why? I mean, he just didn't have. To Dude didn't need a gun. That's His hands are registered legal weapon. I mean, yes. he's a fucking a heavyweight heavyweight champion. And well, that's the only part that I don't. I'm not. A I mean, he could have beat dude. this dude to death with his. Yeah, hand. he didn't need a gun. With his pinky, probably. Yeah, probably. And uh, that's the only thing. I Did you see? You see that son of a bitch throwing kicks to fucking Junior DeSantos? Yeah. Oh, J, yeah. JDS was probably one of my in my top five fight, favorite fighters of all time. He made Junior DeSantos, the heavyweight champion of the world at the time, that's, look like a fucking yes. like a like a kickbag. I mean, he just and, knocked the shit quickness. out of him. Quickness for a big guy, cat-like, very cat-like. I, I, I'm impressed. But I, I mean, to go back, I, I'm all for wanting to get the guy, all right? Yeah. And I don't think our justice system. I will say it. Hot take. It's not. It, it won't be done justice. You know what I mean? In our uh, courts. Oh, here, here. He needs to have. He needs to have something other than just being locked up. And here, right. here, here you go. Here's another WWE. Here's another pro wrestling reference. Velasquez was under contract with World Wrestling Entertainment when he retired from the Octagon, but at the start of their pandemic in 2020, when they did a bunch of budget cuts due to the pandemic, he was released from his World Wrestling Entertainment contract. At that time, he returned to San Jose. It was San Jose, and started coaching at the AKA. And has started pursuing Lucha Libre in Mexico. Professional wrestling is Lucha Libre in Mexico. So, but uh, I don't know what to say. I mean, we don't want to get political, but uh, I I stand with Cain Velasquez. I I, I probably shouldn't. Yeah. Well, I'm right there behind you, dude. I'll back you up, too. If if we lose listeners because we're standing on these beliefs, then so be it. Uh, So be it, yeah. But uh, it it looks, it's not not good. Yeah, no, hey, not that's good. that's 
You're exactly they, right. You like that? That's uh, exactly right. That would be a quote from uh, Aaron Tippin, right? That's Good exactly song. right. Well, you got to stand for something or you fall for anything. I mean, and I will take a stand on the, the Chomo. <laughs> I'll take a stand to him. I'll take a chair to him. I'll whatever I can find to take to him, suckers. That's the gun parts where I, it, it, I got to say, whoa. Dude didn't need a gun. No. No. But uh, that's that's crazy news. And uh, oh, I'd heard that he was in some trouble, but I hadn't got the uh, logistics until just now, really. And uh, man, the more I hear that, yeah, I stand by the Vasquez. So I have some uh, boxing slash MMA slash stupid entertainment news for you. Something so I wanted on. to cover. So you know who the Paul brothers are, right? Jake Paul and Logan Paul, you've yes. heard about them. So these, yeah, I've heard about them. So you know, you know, man, it's hard for me to think that 2011 was more than just 10 years ago. But back in you know the late 00s and the early 2010s, these young Paul brothers rose to prominence on this app called Vine, which was essentially kind of like a short-term version of YouTube, where you released like 15, 30-second video clips. And now they've become YouTube famous. And uh, <laughs> Jake Paul's the younger brother. He was the one that worked for Disney. He's the one that's the more arrogant of the two. Uh, he had come out the other day um, tweeting at Dana White saying, since you like me now, how about a one-fight UFC deal to fight Conor McGregor? He is, he is lobbying, lobbying for a fight with Conor McGregor. Good luck with that. Now, one of these Paul boys, and those listeners listen, might, however few they are, uh, Adam Sweet would definitely know. Uh, one of those Paul boys fought, ter- fought Woodley not that long ago in a boxing match. I can't remember if it was Logan or Jake. Logan Logan is set. Here you go, Kurt. Here's another wrestling reference. Logan's going to be at WrestleMania competing in a match. Oh, and fun fact. Yes. Indianapolis Colts punter. Yes. Retired punter. My boy, Pat McAfee, the hilarious yeah. guy he is. Pat McAfee is under contract with World Wrestling Entertainment. He's one of the comp broadcast commentators on Friday Night SmackDown. Really? Pat McAfee will be competing in a match at WrestleMania as well. Heck yeah! Heck so yeah. I mean, here you go. Pro wrestling's getting mainstream. Anyways, though, I'm uh, telling you, man, we're we're gonna start calling. We need to go. Uh, we need to form a tag team. Come up with uh, the name and uh, go just, back and hit the circuits, man. You want to call us Meat and Taters? Meat and Taters. There you go. Meat and Taters. Here, yeah, weighing in at quarter ton for parts unknown. The with quarter parts t- unknown. The quarter ton. Well, what's your weight? If the quarter ton's mine. No, no, no. We're both of us together, brother. You are you are not a small boy either. No, I'm not. No. I mean, I seen you summertime, boy. Me and you get over working in that Simon cell together. It smells like fucking bacon grease. Ooh, yes, it does. And yeah, <laughs> gravy and bacon grease. But yes. But, but anyways, uh, so Jake trying to just keep himself relevant. I think both these guys are bl- blithering idiots. Um, uh, yeah, I'll, but I'll they're that, they're yeah. smart. They've made their millions. They've made their famous. These are just average. They're famous people, but they're famous for just being famous. They're not famous for anything. They're famous for being famous. Like 
they're YouTubers turned stars. Um, right. So, anyways, he's lobbying for a fight against Conor McGregor, which would be funny because um, Conor would kill him. And you can, and and that's a that's a let me wait I ain't done this in a long time with you. That's a hot take. Conor McGregor yeah. would fucking kill him. I uh, yeah, hands down. Yeah, what do you hands I would down, actually, actually pay to see that. Because no amount of money in the world, I don't care how big Conor McGregor's ego is, because his ego's big. It's, it's not big, as big yeah. as Jake Paul's. There's no amount of money in the world that would make Conor McGregor take a dive against Jake Paul. Even right. if Conor would ever take a dive inside the octagon, it would not be against Jake Paul. Right. So I would pay think, money to see that. that goes on, you think it goes on in the UFC and MMA? You think there's dives? Do I think guys throw fights intentionally? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's happened in the scheme of things. So here here okay, okay. I love using this I I, I love saying this. I've said it a million times. I've said it to you off camera. When I was a kid, I used to think that UFC was fixed a little bit. But really? then I seen the trilogy of fights between Tito Ortiz and Chuck okay. Liddell and I seen Liddell okay. beat the shit out of that right. boy. And yep. I'm like, there's no way that's fake. Right, right. So well, yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, I, I don't think it's big, but I, really throwing it, throwing a, a, a fight. I, I mean, there's, I don't know. I guess it could happen. A lot of money involved. Money, money talks, BS walk, folks. So, you know, yeah. I guess I shouldn't rule it out. The possibility, anyway. Jake Paul would go on to tell, or publicly come out and say that he would want a purse from the UFC fight to McGregor to be somewhere in the range of what professional wrestlers CM Punk or Brock Lesnar were paid. CM Punk did a couple fights in the UFC, made about a million dollars per fight, while Lesnar's guaranteed purse for his last bout in 2016 when he came back at UFC 200 after already being back under contract with WWE at the time since 2012 when Lesnar come back for the one-off with Mark Hunt, Lesnar's purse was $2.5 million. Just a step in the octagon. And that's what Paul said he's asking for. He's not worth that much. I didn't. No, but, but I will say this. He, he's, he's, uh, if you guys go out and Google, I will say this. I don't know what angle he's working here. But, but prior to this tweet, um, Jake Paul had went public on social media um, a few months back. I think it was it, I don't I think it was back before the new year even, where he was talking about he he wanted some things changing. He would he wants the UFC to uh, commit to um, year round health care for their fighters, benefits package that would continue after fighters' careers over based on how long they were tenured in the organization. Uh, he want give fighters 50% of the revenue, da 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 da, da acting basically kind of like a union without being a union. Right. So, I don't know. He's 25 years old. He's never been in MMA. He was a high school wrestler. Um, he's built... He he has done a little boxing. Um, but, yeah. But he does so, have some hands. And, you know. Yeah. So. But this is, this is mixed martial arts of the MMA. Uh. Somebody's going to stick his elbow in his ear. You know what I mean? Pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Um, I was going to say something else. Stick his elbow somewhere else, but you know what? Well, easy. 
Easy. Yeah, right, 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 right. Uh, do we got anything in the NBA? Uh, I don't have much. I haven't really followed it much, to tell you the truth. Pacers That's play tonight at home against Memphis. Pacers are 23 and 46 right now. Yeah. Grizzlies yeah. are 47 and 22 easily uh easily in the playoff hunt there. Right. And here we are with the Pacers again though. I mean, they're playing good basketball now and when they had a chance for it, they could get a good draft pick, but now all of a sudden they're playing good again and winning, so there goes that. I mean, I yeah. Don't I don't get it. Anyway, Yes. Uh, Steph Curry uh, yeah, had a birthday. Did he? I want, Steph Curry shooter, is he? Does he have the same ever? birthday as you? Greatest shooter ever? Is that yeah. what you're asking? Yeah. I mean, his range is unlimited, really. I mean, but you know, I gotta say, I've. You know me, I like old school basketball, but call spade a spade. Yeah. Yeah. Probably the greatest shooter mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Yes, me too. Yeah, for sure. Anywhere he's from anywhere he. I mean, man, you go back to that. You go back to that regular season game at home. You know, six, seven, eight years ago. Well, God, it's twenty twenty two now. So you go back to to 2015, whatever it was. That game against Oklahoma City, I think it was, and he hit that shot. He was at half court. I mean, and just yeah. laid it up <clears throat> at the buzzer and hit that three. And he wasn't even looking. Yeah, he looked the other way after the ball was. I mean, he wasn't even. I'm gonna say one thing here: muscle uh, memory, you know, muscle, muscle memory. memory. That's part of it. Yeah, I'd say. Uh, yeah, great shooter for sure. Man. Best, I, I think, I've ever seen. And besides Jimmy Chitwood, Jimmy Chitwood would be a little better than Curry. Anyway, for those Hoosier fans out there, you know what I'm talking about. So. <clears throat> Don't want to go back to pro wrestling for a minute, but I'm uh, I'm holding two sets of brackets in my hand now. Yeah, the one bracket, which is super important, we're gonna save that for last. But this weekend is another big event in pro wrestling. It's the return of the NWA National Wrestling Alliance Crockett Cup, which is an homage to the owner of Jim Crockett Promotions. Which, uh, for those of you that don't know your wrestling history, uh, Jim Crockett Promotions was out of the ashes of the old uh, Mid-Atlantic Wrestling back in the day. Jim Crockett Promotions was based in Charlotte. And you think Jim Crockett Promotions, you think Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair and Magnum TA, the Andersons, the Wyndhams, all those guys. Jim Crockett Promotions was what was acquired by Ted Turner, who owns CNN. Ted Turner okay. bought that in the 80s. That would become what was eventually known today as WCW, World Championship Wrestling, which is now owned by the WWE. But anyways, okay. this weekend is their uh, two-night pay-per-view extravaganza, uh, the Crockett Cup. And uh, me being a wrestling nerd and a bracket nerd, um, I have me a 16-team single elimination bracket ahead no. of me. Nerd, no. Oh, no. I got to show you. I took pride in this. This is... Oh, yeah. I printed Folks, four this copies. this man knows he's wrestling. Oh, wait. Go ahead one more time. This man knows he's wrestling, folks. 
Thank you, Kurt. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Really impressed, though, as a Denali deer. Aside from eating, there's not much I do better than pro wrestling. <laughs> so, uh, Crock and Cup, I'm, now, I'm, I'm, I'm excited that tag team wrestling is a, is a big thing for me. It's a 16-team single elimination tag team tournament. Uh, Got to win four matches. Oh, and in and, and true fashion of this ripping off the bracket challenge and bracketology, uh, the 16th seed is going to be the winner of a four-team playoff. The very first matchup on Crockett Cup, you'll have a uh, four-team fatal four-way tag team elimination match with the last team remaining being Ooh. the 16th seed that goes on to play the one seed. So, uh, you know, just that's, throwing that. That's pretty interesting. Just throwing that in there. Crockett <laughs> Cup from the old Nashville Fairgrounds, which is a pro wrestling hotbed back in the 80s. Uh, I'm telling you, we miss, we're missing our calling, man. Tag team. Dude, I can tell you uh, wrestling. Oh, my. <laughs> so. I mean, I got, I got to tell you this. I got to hang on. Hang on. Right. I got to tell you this. Just because just because I, I wish I could be. I wish I could be gazing into your eyes right now because oh, I guarantee you they would roll. Freaky on me now. They, they, <laughs> <laughs> so at lunchtime last week, it's a beautiful. It was a beautiful day. You know, like we had all that warm weather. I had the windows down. Adam, Adam Sweet, our wonderful <laughs> boss. We name drop you every episode, dog. You need to get on the podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Adam Sweet was sitting with my father at lunch, and you know me and my father are parked side by side. Right. And uh, I was listening to Go Figure, a pro wrestling podcast at lunch. Okay. To which my dad goes, if I knew this would have taken over your life when I introduced you this, when you were just a four or three, four-year-old putz, I never would have done it. Will you please turn that shit down? We're trying to talk. And I said, bud. I don't remember what show we were talking. We're something. It was something in the year '95. We're talking about. I was I was listening to one of the shows about 1995, and Adam goes, "Oh God!" I said, "1995." He said, "What happened in '95?" I said, "I don't know." I said, "Razor Ramon was, you know, working his way up for the Intercontinental Title and da 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 Intercontinental Title this da da." Adam goes, "Oh really? Who had the shortest reign as Intercontinental Champion?" He said, "You won't even guess this." And he pulled up Google and I said, "Shane Douglas." I said, excuse me, he was wrestling as Dean Douglas then. I said, he had a title reign that probably only lasted like 10 or 12 minutes. And him and my dad both shared a look. And my dad goes, my dad goes, is he right? Adam goes, this is fucking stupid. I said, what was it? He said, Dean Douglas. I said, how long? Adam said, 15 minutes. He said, who has the most reigns as Intercontinental Champion? I said, probably Chris Jericho. Dad goes, is he right? Adam goes, this is, so right now. this is so stupid. This is so stupid. Dad goes. It's impressive, man. Adam, Adam goes. If you put as much into your work ethic at work as you do talking about wrestling, Dad <laughs> goes. If you put as much effort into dieting as you do wrestling, oh, you no. wouldn't be the size you are. Oh. So, uh, but yeah. So it runs deep. Hey, I tell you what, I'm impressed. Uh, that's a lot of knowledge. It's stupid sure. though. It's not useful information. Weird flex. Well, now, Weird flex. I, mean, I could get on. I mean, I've got all kinds of useless knowledge too. I mean, I, I, for sure. But my John, some of that we can't forward. talk about on the air, buddy. You bet. <laughs> all right. So, do you sure, want to get? Do you want to get some meat and taters, or do we got anything else we want to touch on? This was your idea, just to 
throw out a quick episode so people know we're still alive. Well, we got the. Uh, oh, well, the I know we there. got we got we got the meat and taters, but do we need anything else before we get the meat and taters? Oh, okay. That's we need we need like an appetizer. Oh, okay. I wonder what flavor it was. Meat <laughs> do we do we, meat tater flavor? Huh? Do we do we need an appetizer or anything? Or Wait, was you this, got one? Or was this all the appetizer? I mean, I could always do an appetizer. Well, I mean, another one. Do you got anything from Kurt's Corner? Uh, no. Uh, We're gonna have to get I mean, rid of Kurt's corner because you never have yeah. nothing for it. I mean, I, do we need? Yeah, any, I know. Do we need anything for? I ain't even plugging any sponsors, but do we need anything from Hot Takes and Sausage? Ah, uh, well, if I stayed long enough, I'd think of something. That that kind of, I think the Vasquez thing would probably cover Hot Takes and Sausage. Yeah. I'm going to say it again, and if people get upset by it and get offended by it, don't listen anymore. Fuck you. Don't need you. Death to Chomos. Yeah, down with the Chomos. Absolutely. Uh, All right. Meat and taters time. Yes. This is this Sunday, this past Sunday, as in two days ago, was the third most important Sunday in sports. Yes. Yes. It was Selection Sunday. Before I go any further, do you know what the other two most important Sundays in sports are? I almost guess the uh, one's a race there in uh, nope. Daytona. Nope, nope, nope. Okay. The first is WrestleMania Sunday. Okay. And the second is Super Bowl Sunday. I was going to say Super Bowl Sunday, too. But I, I figured the race without do the wrestling, but hey. Hey, my show. Well, uh, no, yeah. I our, totally okay, agree. okay, our show. Our show. No, I mean, uh, it's 50, 40, uh, your way there, every bit of it. So, I couldn't do this know. show without you. Well. So, I could, look, tell everybody, we're here, we're here with, tonight, we're here tonight because of you. Well. I mean. Not just telling me, I mean. You're like, let's just do one in the middle of the week. I'm like, I'm not prepared for that. You're like, well, we can just no talk fear. about what's going on. Yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty much what he said. He looked me in the eye at 7:30 this morning. And goes, I don't care. I don't care. We've been there. We've I mean, been there an know. hour and a half this morning. And he looked at me. And goes, I don't care. Let's just talk about what's going on right now. And uh, so far, it's I think it's been pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so selection yes. Sunday. Couple things. Indiana Hoosiers got gypped. I believe. You know who what, else got uh, gypped? Who's that? Texas A&M. Oh, yeah? I think they were playing very well, and I think Texas A&M got screwed. That's my opinion for anybody listening that's got an opinion on it. I think Texas should have at least been a play-in. Indiana got gypped. They are a play-in. They are playing tonight. I think they tip off in about an hour. Really? Maybe a little bit later. Be they are playing maybe. Wyoming. What what's it? Uh, I haven't heard nothing on Wyoming. What? Uh, I don't know much about Wyoming this season. I, like I said, I've been more of a hockey fan than anything this season. Right. I will say I was pretty ecstatic to see Thursday and Friday last week when we beat when Indiana beat two teams we had no business beating. You can say we, you can say we beat. We're Hoosier fans. It's we okay. we beat two teams that we had no business beating. We beat two teams we shouldn't have beat. I agree. Um, but anyway, so the, so the brackets come out. Uh, Gonzaga. Hey, did we, uh, did go back on IU there real quick, just real quick. Did uh, when we got beat there in the tournament, it was just last second shot, wasn't it? 
Yes, it was a buzzer beater. I tell you what, the boys are playing pretty good basketball right now. I don't know how far they can take him into the. I'm telling you right season. now. So <laughs> Indiana's got to play in against Wyoming tonight for the 12th seed. If right. they if they win, they're the 12th seed going up against number five seeded St. Mary's. There's a well. St. Yeah, Mary's. Okay. Is a good program. St. Mary's is looking for a deep tournament run. Last time I think St. Mary's went to the tournament or deep in the tournament was 2010, 2011-ish maybe. I could be wrong on that. Fact check me. Uh, I told Adam today, if we beat Wyoming, if we get in and we are the 12th seed, we will upset St. Mary's. Uh, The Gales, is that right? Yes. Now, if we upset St. Mary's, we're going to play in the round of 32 UCLA because I'm sorry. I like upsets. I always put a couple in my bracket. Akron is not beating UCLA. Yeah. So I, yeah. we would play as a 12 seed. We would play a four seeded UCLA. So here you go. Alford, you know, playing against uh, his Hoosiers. We're not going to beat UCLA. No. UCLA went to the final four last year, if I'm correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyways, uh, Gonzaga and I'm and I'm a and I'm a Mark Few guy. I've been a Mark Few guy. I, when I, I first like really Few. remember Gonzaga coming on into dominance in this 2010 era was about 2011. 2012 was when Gonzaga got their first ever number one rankings in the AP right. poll for the first time in in school <laughs> history. I like this. So guy. I like, I'm a Mark Few guy too. I like him. Yeah. Yeah. So. Gonzaga's the number one overall seed right now. Um, the other three number one seeds are, of course, Baylor, who beat Gonzaga last year to win the title. You've got – my dad's beeping in. You have Kansas, Bill Self. Love Bill Self. Yep. And then yep. you have Arizona, Sean Miller. God, I love right. Sean Miller. Yep. Sean, yep. Man, I've been talking about these guys for a decade now. Arizona's defense is always top ten in the league yep. or in the in the nation every every year. Um, I hear a little excitement there, dude. Oh, man. I love yeah. Sean. You know, when I found out they fired Tom Crean, when we fired Tom Crean, I was like, I want a Miller. But right. we got the other Miller brother. We got Archie. Right. Now, I mean, Archie turned Dayton around, but, you know, Well, anyways, he couldn't turn us around. Well, right. I mean. So, you want to run I through, the, you wanna run through uh, the whole bracket? I don't think we need to run through the bracket. No. I mean, Anybody that's a sports fan's already seen right. the bracket. But, uh. So, so here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um. I love brackets. I love brackets. Every year I make like 20 brackets just because I have fun with it. I'll do a couple upset special brackets. I always do a just for fun bracket where every year I pick one 16 seed to win it all. But then I'll do two or three like real, real brackets. Man, I've never thought about doing anything. That sounds, it does sound fun. I do. I do. I do. Because I, it's addictive. I love it. But I, I do. I really do. I do two or three upset specials, and then I do a 16-seed victory where I pick one random 16-seed to go all the way. Okay. Conveniently, Good. it's always the 16-seed that beats the number one overall seed. So, yes, there is a bracket out there I will not post that has Georgia State um, eliminating Gonzaga and then going all the way to number one. Well, so. so you're saying uh, if, if your first 
bracket you're picking, who are you picking to win? So my first official bracket, I've got Gonzaga going up against number two seeded Villanova, coached by the legendary Jay Wright. I got Gonzaga, Gonzaga eighty one seventy seven, West Coast versus okay. East Coast. All right. Uh, my yeah. final four in that bracket is Gonzaga, Baylor, Nova, and Auburn. Uh, pretty close to what I had there. So to, to get to the final four, if you look at the Elite Eight. You've got one-seeded Gonzaga beating three-seeded Texas Tech. You've got one-seeded Baylor beating seventh-seeded Murray State, who eliminates Purdue in the Elite Eight. On the other side of the bracket, you've got Auburn, a two-seed, beating four-seeded Iowa in Keegan Murray. Uh, And then at the top of that bracket, coming out of the south, you've got two-seeded Villanova knocking off four-seeded Illinois and Kofi Cogburn. Cogburn. So two Big Ten teams in the Elite Eight there. That's pretty good. Pretty good year. So. All right, Big Ten, though. Is Big 14 or Big 12 or (laughs) – Yeah. So, but but I do have some – I do have some upsets in this bracket. Okay. uh, Because I always, you know – uh, 13-seeded Vermont takes down Arkansas in the first round. Arkansas is okay. a 4-seed. 12-seeded New Mexico State takes down Connecticut. Yes, I got that. I, I had that pick, too. Uh, what else we got? By the way, folks, I, I picked Duke to win it all just because I'm a Chichesky fan. I'm not a Duke fan, a Chichesky fan. 11-seeded Michigan takes down 6-seeded Colorado State. Yeah, I got that going that way, too. Third-seeded South Dakota State. South Dakota State's coming in. They're averaging almost 90 points a game. Okay. But they're a small conference, and I've got them taking out um, Providence. And then probably my most sure one, and uh, I'm, I just fucked myself by saying most sure. My most sure thing coming in, 14th-seeded Colgate taking okay. down three-seeded Wisconsin. Woo, hot. Take care, folks. Yes, absolutely. The fighting badgers, huh? The fighting badgers. So, who's, uh, I mean, I haven't watched any Colgate this year, but they have, what, do they have a star or two? Or, I mean, or is it- uh, let me look. Let me, uh, what's real fun. You know, both of them small schools like that, they're built around one, you know, one star and then. A group of uh, guys that fill in and uh, just do their job, so to speak. You know, not unlike your big powerhouse uh, teams that have three or four stars on the team. All right, hang on a minute here. Let's look here. So, bracket challenge, ESPN. Uh, my Dude, bracket. Did, yeah, didn't you love Butler when they made their run? I was happy to see Duke win, but yeah, I mean, it was cool to see Butler get there. I mean, uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool there. Colgate, Colgate, Colgate. Do 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 do. What's their What's their nickname? Colgate. They're oh, the yeah. They're the uh, Raiders. Fluorides um, or what? The Raiders. The Raiders. Okay. So Colgate's they're sixteen and two in their conference. Um, they won 19 of their last 20 games. 
They've got one of the nation's best three-point shooting teams. They're uh, 40% from long range. All five of their starters are posting double-digit scoring averages during the regular season, so it's a pretty balanced attack. All five starters posted double-digit scoring averages. And let me guess, they can all shoot the rock. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's a a dangerous thing, now. They're averaging 76 points a game. What does it say? What kind of defense they got? I mean, what are you giving up a game? Oh, they're averaging uh, just they're holding about sixty-seven points a game. Okay, there's what they're they're uh, yeah. I mean, because you know where I was going with that because yeah, you got the team that's got a couple big guys, but three is worth more than two, though, right? Right. Yeah. Right. A little bit more degree of difficulty in hitting him, but. Right. Huh. So yeah. All right. You okay. Know who I pick. Got to. I mean, I pick Duke, folks. I mean, let me see. You would have to knock off Gonzaga, right? So, so Kurt, here we go. So, so far, I have one, two, three, four, five, six. So, so far, I've got six brackets. I've got Gonzaga winning, Kansas winning, Gonzaga, Purdue, Villanova, Purdue, Gonzaga. Purdue? Hey, man. Matt Painter's... Hold on. Hold on. I'm an IU fan. Yeah. But if you're a basketball fan, you have to call spade a spade. Purdue's probably one of the top three, top four offenses in the country. Really? Matt Painter uh, is... Yeah, he's pretty good. He's a Purdue product, isn't he? He ain't no Gene Cady. (laughs) No, he's no Gene Cady. I mean, I, I've never hated Purdue. I mean, I remember growing up as a little boy watching, you know, games. Joe Barry Carroll. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Seesting. Yeah. And uh, I like I like watching. You know? Hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah. We got to fix this, too, next time we get together. What's that? The intro. Okay. This one's so stupid. I should have left the other one go. No Tom Brady, bro. Period. I don't care what anybody says. Hey, Kurt. What if Tom Brady would have stayed retired? (laughs) Happiness for everyone. Yeah. Come on, man. What is he? What? Why? What does he have left to prove? He's the goat. He's He's the what? He's gonna be the top goat. That's what he wants to be. I don't know. What else would it? I don't. Yeah, I agree. There's nothing else to. uh, He's such a douchebag. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> For sure. Did we did Absolutely. we miss have we missed anything? I mean, this was your idea. Well, I'm sure you, we did, but you uh, want you want to talk about Russia? No. No. <laughs> Not really. Not I really? Mean, no. I mean, it's, it's I don't know. You uh sort of sit on the fence there. You got anything you want to say to our president? Careful. Uh, Don't let us in jail. Come on, Joe. We know you can do it, brother. Need it. These perilous times. Adam rolls his eyes every time he hears that. Let's go, Brandon. Well, yeah. And, uh, and respectfully, I will. I will not say. I don't think I'll say it anymore. Well, then but, we're gonna have to take it out of the show opening. Yes. Yes, because somebody and he goes, "Let's go, Brandon." Well. 
Man, you know, I tell you what, we don't talk politics, but I. So I told Adam, I said, the older I get, I said, more chinks are starting to show in my conservative armor. He's like, well, were you saying you're turning liberal? I said, whoa. Let's, yeah, whoa. Let's back that up. I said, I didn't say that. I said, I'm just learning to see things with the with an open point of view. I said, that being said, I said, the reason I don't bitch about Joe Biden much, I said, is because and this is my analogy, and I've and I've ate a, I've ate a lot of crow from this from my conservative friends. I've had some get butt hurt and completely just not talk to me anymore, and it is what it is. But right to root for your president, to root uh, for your leader, fail. To, yeah, fail, to fail, as I've always That's said, fair. is the equivalent of hoping your pilot runs you Stevie yeah. Ray Vaughan style into the side of a yeah. fucking mountain. Uh, I agree. Uh, yeah. So well said. I mean that. Yeah, for sure. But the, you know, holy crap though. Holy crap though. Yes. Um wake up, Joe. Wake up, Joe. So, we got to figure out and I'm going to figure out probably think about it tonight. We can talk about it about work some more this week. Uh if we're going to go ahead and continue with this point guard episode or if we're just going to kind of push that to the back burner. Man, picks, I hate you. I'm all excited about it. I kind of am too, but man, I don't know. We get more response out of World Series coverage than we yeah. fucking do anything. That's true. That's true. I can't argue you for you. Yeah. 1988 World Series. What, what do you think of 1981 World Series? Uh, good World Series. Kirk I'll Gibson. I don't know, maybe. I mean, 88. 88, right? 81. 81 would have been uh, uh, Dodgers-Yankees. It would have been Pedro Guerrero. Uh, the end of the Steve Garvey days, you know, and Ron Say. I think you you know one of my favorite things you say? What's that? Is when you start talking about Fernando Venezuela all the time. Yeah. You're like, Fernando Mania. Mania. It was, man. I'm telling you. He had, I mean, he had the baseball world turned upside down with screwball, for sure. Are you excited baseball's coming back? I am, but there's a part of me that just, you guys, I tell you what. Okay. That goes back to the contract thing and everything. I just can't see it. I've done, All right. I think I've done letter listeners know what I think. Okay. 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 So, yes. so Congress, we don't yes. talk politics, but right. obviously I'm going somewhere with this. Okay. So when Congress passes all these big bills all the time, like these great big bills and stuff that people argue about, there's always kind of hidden literature in there that some of the information doesn't get made to the American public, right? <laughs> you think? Like they'll, yeah. like they'll throw something in there like, hey, here's the $700 billion Wall Street bailout in 08. Right. And then on like page 1,342, it says, oh, right. we're also right. going to donate $5 million to a liberal arts fund at all colleges across America. You see, you see the point I'm making. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. So if they're sure. going to slide some stuff in under... You know, the back door of all these bills that pass through Congress. Why couldn't they have slid something in under the back door of the new baseball CBA? Yeah. And you're like, what am I going with this? Yeah, where are you going? Why can't Pete Rose be in the Hall of Fame? You got my vote right now. <laughs> Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Charlie Hustle. Absolutely. Yeah, Charlie Hustle. Absolutely. 
I'll tell you what, I like, I mean, I like Pedro's game, but... The Hit King, dude! Yeah, oh yeah, hands down. Best two-strike hitter ever, I think ever, maybe. Hey, I told you this at work the other week, and we haven't podcasted, and this is some news, but we're about two, three weeks late to the party. Derek Jeter stepped down as the president of the uh, Miami Marlins. Really? Yeah. Wonder what's going on. I don't know. I don't know. I never followed up on it because we weren't podcasting. He's a Yankee dadgummit. (laughs) He's a Yankee dadgummit. The Yankee do that. What do they do? The Yankees do Yankee thing. We have used that analogy. I put that in my notes for the 2004 ALCS, and since that episode back in October. We have used that analogy for every episode for something else. The Yankees do pins. Yankee things. The pins do pins things. The pins know. do pins things. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's the truth is it? No, I mean it's it's right there. Yeah, absolutely. What's your favorite episode that we've done? Um, I don't. Oh, there's been a couple of good ones I thought. Well, I mean, if like. you had to pick one, someone's like, "Hey, pick one now or die." I mean. Right now, uh, this and here's it's it's getting up there toward this. Really? Yeah, I'll have fun. Yeah, for sure. I, mean, I have fun all the time. You know me, I'm fun. <laughs> I would fun. say it's a toss up between the two a.m. special. That was a good. One. That was fun. We need to do another random one of those. Five, we need to do a top five of our podcast, maybe. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Steel Toes and Scoreboards so Greatest Hits Edition. Five. There you go. I would say the 2 a.m. bonus special just because it was raw, it wasn't planned. I just we were do. I remember exactly what we were doing. We were it was it was uh it was June. It was early June. We were sitting in your kitchen at 2 a.m. We just got done recording Tiger Woods and we were having fun and we were eating because we're fat. You were cooking. You were frying us in the air fryer mozzarella sticks and chicken nuggets at two o'clock in the morning. Well, and we were playing a little. Good. You remember what we were doing? We were playing a little music trivia. Yes. And then yes. I was like, and you kept amping me up. I'm like, I'm gonna hit record if you don't stop. And then there we're recording till four thirty in the morning. What got you fired up was you couldn't stump me on it. I couldn't stump you on nothing. And well, I was digging into the '60s shit, which I was digging into stuff. You're like, damn, you got that on your playlist? Yeah. But uh. I would say that episode, I would probably say, I love when we do World Series episodes. So I I look at probably the 85 World Series because that's where I really started hitting yeah. a rhythm as far as notes go because the first three or yeah. four episodes, it was pretty choppy. It wasn't a lot of info, but man, I did my homework for two weeks. Yeah. yeah. For sure, folks. and uh, you know, I want to agree with you. I was going to go with it to '85 World Series too, uh, and that was also. such a great World Series, and it's so underrated. Yes, yes, yes. You can't, and and I've said it, and I said it in the episode, and I'll say it again. You can't blame that on Dinkinger because no. there was still a game seven to be played. Right. Even right. after the Dinkinger call, the Cardinals still had a chance to put this thing away. And they failed to put it away. There you go. So, yeah, bottom line, yeah. But for sure. also, bottom line, Dinkinger blew that fucking call. 
I bought him on. Yeah, yeah. Yes. He got death Buddy threats. Buddy Bianca Lada. Buddy Bianca. Charlie. Liebling. <laughs> we, had a, we had a lot of fun. We had a lot yes. of fun that episode. Yes. I would say that's probably my, my favorite episode. For sure. But. I, I, you can tell we start to click. 2004 yeah. ALCS was a pretty good episode, too. Yeah, that yeah. was that was a long episode. That was three and a half hours. That was, but that was uh, a lot to talk about. Well, uh, the commissioner. <laughs> we need to do a part two, Commissioner Kelly, part two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that was a fun episode too. I mean, I've had, like I said, I've had fun with all of. Them. I have uh, too. All right, episode. brother. Well, this was a brief yeah. episode, but I mean, this was your idea. People know where. We're alive and we're still recording, so yeah, hate me, everybody. So, I will yeah. try. I will try <laughs> to get this uploaded tonight. Worst case scenario, it'll be tomorrow night. But uh, all right, man, I, I had fun. Yeah, me too. And uh, I guess I'll see you in the shithole in the morning. Yeah, bright and early. Bright, bright and early. early. All right, happy late birthday, you old timer. Hey, thanks, man. All right, I'll see you in the Peace. morning, son. Peace out. Bye. All right, so uh, for Kirk Kelly, Jared Atkins, a uh, a weird Tuesday night edition of Steel Toes and Scoreboards, and we will see you guys next time.